But are Best there anything? Mariah. Yes, honey. Hey, you guys! Welcome back to the Obsessed Podcast. It's Nick, Garrett, and Chachachia. And today we have an episode for you that is a little bit of a catch-up moment again to catch you up on everything that's been going on with Mariah in the past, what, like two weeks? So yeah, let's kind of get into it. So if you haven't noticed the little pattern that's been going on, we've kind of been planning out sort of a rhythm for the episodes this Christmas season because usually we plan out everything And then a bunch of stuff happens with Mariah and we never have time to do what we wanted to do. So don't be surprised if next week you get another fun episode that's themed and planned and ready to come out. But just don't be surprised if you get a few more of these uh, catch up episodes back and forth scattered in between our regularly scheduled content. Yeah, so basically, like, we're just trying to fill you in on everything that's been going on with Mariah, because just like Gia said, we have these episodes that we really, really want to do, but we want to be strategic about how we, like, release them. But we also want to be informative for you with what's been going on with Mariah's busiest time of the year. But speaking of the busiest time of the year, I know that earlier that both of you said that you guys think that we're both going to have, like, a low-key Christmas. And I'm really, like starting to believe that because i haven't really seen mariah been doing a lot except for like promos you know what i mean like with booking.com and roblox which is we're going to talk about later in this episode but i haven't seen her do like really big things like she did last year like i love the promos that mariah did last year like i know you guys don't like the mcdonald's promo but i love that shit i thought it was so cute it was actually like a big big deal for her but like And then we had Fall in Love last year. We don't have a new single at all this year yet. I mean, I would love another song to come out. Yeah, I do think that it is going to be more of a low-key Christmas. But you're also saying that with the perspective of you're not going to the Christmas concert. Like, I feel like my perspective is a little different because I've got this concert. Then the special comes out on the 20th. I'm really excited. I know you don't love live performances like I do. So No, but I'm excited for that. Oh, okay. Okay, good. You better because it's Christmas. I I mean, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited for the concert. I really am excited for it. And I'm looking forward to seeing the special. And I hope I see your tall ass on there. But like, I don't know. Like, you, I I hate, like, I sound so stupid. I say this every episode. I don't really love live performances. But like, I am excited to see it. Like, but I want like bigger things. Like, like we have talked in previous episodes. Like Mariah having like like a Starbucks moment, a Starbucks drink. Or Mm -hmm. like, like bigger brands working with her. Like, I guess booking.com is a big brand and Peloton is a big brand, but those are like niches. You know what I mean? Hey, but when we, when we get to talking about that Peloton, I think she convinced me to buy one because I was thinking about getting one anyway. And then if it just comes with all her music or like a playlist of some goodies, like, yeah, why not? Like, cause I've been thinking about it anyway. So, but no, I, you're I always think... buying like the bougiest shit. How much are one of those bikes? They're not that much. But not that much is a little bit different than not that much to me, <laughs> because you're like you're like I'll buy a, a two thousand dollar bag and I'll be like I'll buy a used car. So like, what is not <laughs> that much to you? They're only like fifteen hundred to three k. 
That's a lot of money. That's and again, for like, what it is. For a bicycle so. with a TV. For a bicycle with a TV. You no, want to spend three k? I want the tre- I want the treadmill of it. I like a treadmill. Well, you want okay? So you want to buy a treadmill with a TV for three k? No, I don't care about the TV part, and it's more like an iPad. So it's basically, it's the Tesla of an exercise bike. Basically, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> no, it's not worth it. You may as well just get a normal exercise bike. And can you? Is it not like a a downloadable thing where you can just? You have guys it? already know I'm gonna get that Tesla too. So, <laughs> girl, you, you need to get a license first. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get this cause license, bitch, because I just fucking uh passed my test, honey. So I, one thing at a time, Gia's on her way. So cheers. Congratulations. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Baby. <laughs> You're following such a different path because people usually like get their license first. <laughs> like what has caused you from not getting your license all these years? That really surprises oh, me. Well, actually, it stems from being like transgender at such a young age. So I didn't go through um, driver's ed at the normal time because my license would have said male on it. So I have I when did my birth certificate and all that get changed? When I was like 17 or 18, that stuff got changed. So yeah. And then by that point, I was like busy working. And I'm like, Oh, I can just bike everywhere. My city is actually really like, it's got really good transportation and then Ubers and the electric scooters came out and then it just became so easy and cheap not to have a car. And then everyone bitches about their car. Every time I talk to somebody, they're all something about their car, girl. I'm right there. I like when my car breaks down, like I'm, I'm about to take the G route and I'm going to go a good year or two without a car because cars are just way too fucking expensive everyone bitches about their car and i'm like girl i got all this extra money over here to spend on stuff that's not gas or a fucked up car and they just also i am scared scared of the highway and i'm scared of people who drive crazy so i i don't know it's there's something about the side streets for me on a bike or a scooter or like (laughs) walking on my own two feet like my feet firmly planted on the ground that just feels really good (laughs) the thing that i find the most scary is i don't know if you have it in the u.s probably not because you have quite wide roads but when you drive in a suburban area in the uk anywhere in the uk especially like the england part of it and i guess it's the same anywhere else there's cars parked on either side of the like a street that belonged to the houses obviously so you yeah, literally that's the same here i think yeah they do that here and that shit's so fucking annoying but i don't know if you guys still have enough room for two cars we don't it's literally like you're driving in the middle of the road and then obviously the car one when there's a car coming towards you, you what somebody has to give way obviously and people are so petty with that yeah we have some roads like that here but like our roads are pretty big like if you go into a neighborhood people will park like in front of their houses like a suburban neighborhood yeah. like, on the street but there is enough room where and people will can... get petty with that too like if somebody yeah. parks in front of their spot like they put the traffic is... cones out <laughs> So it's like, annoying, there's but... just been a lot of stuff that I've heard over time. And I've always told myself that when I, because all of this stuff started happening in the midst of stuff turning over to hybrids and electric, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, the first car I'm going to get is going to be a fully electric car. 
And then Teslas came out and are the bougiest thing ever. And like I rode in one with a friend and it was like a roller coaster and it drove itself. And I was like, okay, girl, that's going to be if I ever got a car and learned how to drive. It's going to be like the the most extra one that like can drive for me. So hey, girl, Al- okay. Audi have one like that now, no? I love the Audi. The Audi is cute too. A- an Audi, a Lexus, a Tesla. Like I'm here for like those. That's no, cute. I don't need yeah. I don't need like a Porsche no. or like something ridiculous. I don't need something super extra. No, Gia. But just like a little bit more extra. No, Gia, because like the best advice I can give you as being a first time driver is to get a used car because you are going to fuck up a lot and you're not going to be wanting to run your Tesla into shit. You know what I mean? Like get a used car for the first three years because until you are comfortable where like driving a second hand to you, because I know that feeling when you start driving in the beginning and how scary it is. And it you is are scary. Going, you are going to run into things, but I know you, Gia. <laughs> you're you're going to get the bougiest car anyway, and then you're going to be one of those people that has like three cars in the first three years of driving. You should get like <laughs> you should get a bougie version of a a retro. No, I think moment. I'm going to have like. like- I think I'm going to have like two or three cars total, like at one time. Like I'll have like a shitty but like really good truck. And then <laughs> girl, a bougie, a girl, I'm going to nice stop you car. right there. I'm going to stop you right there because you don't know how expensive it, expensive it is to just have one car. Yeah. You have to deal, you have to pay, especially as you as a new driver, you're going to have to pay maybe close to $1,000 every six months just for insurance. Yeah, but my, you, I'm 25 already though. Yeah, but it so doesn't it matter. You've never, bit, it, might be a little it bit. doesn't, that's not how insurance companies work, Gia. Like when you are a first time insurance person, they're going to charge you a lot of money until you're with that insurance company for a couple of years mm. and you have some like good driving history and not fucking shit up you know what i mean like yeah girl they're going you know to charge you a I'm lot gonna be, i'm gonna be super successful like mariah and people are gonna drive me around like that i <laughs> no, like there are literally people who i feel like were meant to be driven around and i think that i'm just one of those people so i i think that i'll just stay driven i'll buy a nice car and have I'll pay somebody who knows how to drive to drive it for me. I'll drive me around. So that's what I'll do. And that takes care of everything. So honestly, you're, you're doing the right thing right now. Like it, like I'm telling you, like not having a car is so stress-free. You'll see girl. You'll see when it It happens. I know. I, I you you will see. It's not everything's cracked up to be. It's like, what? You don't know how to drive. Yeah, girl. I think you should get, when I said earlier, like a bougie version of a retro moment. And I think you should get yourself a mini Cooper. That is the perfect hairdresser car. I've thought about a bougie, a bougie retro moment before, too. And okay, like, Madonna. <laughs> no, no, nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, I just her, actually but... watched a Vita the other day. That's so funny. It. it was actually okay. Her vocals were not giving me like original Broadway cast recording, but it was actually better for vocals than I was expecting for Madonna. I think she has a voice for theater instead of like half the stuff she's done, to be fair. Yeah, it was better than some other stuff I've heard from her. Mm. All right, let's circle back to Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> 
another thing I wanted to bring up is I was listening and I noticed this last year too, when I'm listening to like Christmas music on streaming, they'll throw in when you believe with Whitney Houston as a Christmas song. Do you guys consider that song a Christmas song? It wasn't released. I know it's in the. I, I know it, it's a Prince of Egypt song, but like, does it have that Christmas feel to you? What no. you just said reminded me that a couple of Mariah stuff was lumped up on TV lately. Like some of her tours were on TV, and I think that what's happening is that when Mariah sees it, like when Mariah comes out and says it's time, like it literally becomes Mariah season as well. So then, like older Mariah stuff. Like, the Emancipation of Mimi tour was on TV the other day. The Tokyo Dome tour was on TV the other day. I think that what's happening is, like, she, all of her music and all of her discography is, like, becoming part of a Christmas tradition as well as her Christmas music. Like, she is being lumped into Christmas season. I would love a Mariah concert on Christmas Day here. That would be amazing. They probably put it on Channel 4, but that's fine. They don't play anything like that of anyone, really. I remember they used to. In the 90s, I remember once they played some boring Celine Dion concert, and it was so fucking boring. And since Because she is boring. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And and I remember my mum sort of, we had it on, and I just thought, what is this? Because obviously, as a kid, I was just like, I want to watch whatever it was I wanted to watch at the time. And Christmas TV back then, I don't know, it's just because of an age thing. Like, I felt it used to be really good. And I thought, why have we got this on? Yeah, I just wish that they'd do a bit more of that, like, with Mariah. Like, even the CBS special that we're going to get, is it, what, in two weeks or whatever, three weeks? Like, I don't think that's going to be shown over here. It just really annoys me that some of this stuff is so hard. Not hard, as in, like, really difficult, but I have to do extra things to get access to it. And it's really irritating because I think people would like to watch a Mariah Carey concert over here for Christmas. Yeah, I would love it. Like, I'm excited for it. I have Paramount Plus, so... But what do you guys think? Like, do you consider it a Christmas song? I know... No. I know that it was from the Prince of Egypt soundtrack and the movie. And that was, I remember I watched it on Christmas day. I went to the theaters to see it on Christmas day because it's Bible related. So therefore it's automatically lumped in, but it's not around Christmas. The story of Moses is not around Christmas. No, it's not at all. But I think that it is a cute song and I don't care what time of year it is. I'm down for someone you believe. So I just I just noticed that in the past couple of years I've just been hearing it on Christmas stations and I just thought that was interesting. I bet anyway. Apparently with these Whitney Houston songs, they have to contact I don't know who it is, but they have to contact the family of Whitney in order to gain access. I, I can imagine that they've said we want it lumped in with like Mariah's Christmas stuff because they probably think it's gonna get more plays and therefore it's gonna get a bit more money, but from people like downloading and streaming. Yeah, but people love when you believe. I love when the, you, the, yeah. I think yeah, it's when you right. believe, I was listening to it the, the other day. It's one of those oh other, other songs. You know how I said last week in our Merry Christmas album review with Michael Kadash that when I listen to All About Christmas Is You, I have to go back and listen to it over and over again because I feel like I've just not got enough of the song each time because there's a lot going on but I just feel like I really want to absorb every single second of it. I feel the same about When You Believe. So it's always that 
it's an intense moment, but I feel like it's such a rush that when it's over, it's just like, I, d- I didn't take it on enough. Like, I have to go back and listen to it. I don't have that connection with When You Believe. Oh, really? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't at all. What about you, Gia? I love the song. I I love the live performance on Oprah. I think the Oscars performance is okay, too. I love the movie, The Prince of Egypt. The, the movie is good. Yeah, yeah it's the- a Christmas like staple for me every year. Do you like the version of When You Believe in the movie? Yeah, I love that version. The girl when the girls start singing in Hebrew, is it Hebrew? I don't know, you guys, I'm a mess. But um when she starts singing in the other language and then they finally cross over and um th- that's the scene right before he opens the ocean, uh like parts the sea. And I yeah, I think it's a very powerful moment in the movie as well. We could have a whole episode about <laughs> When You Believe. So yeah. I think that in, not the English version, because obviously we all speak it, well, we we all speak English here, but like in the England version that we got, there's, I don't think there's any Hebrew. It's all in English. In the movie? Yeah. Version? There's no Hebrew. From from memory, I don't remember any Hebrew. Oh, really? No, it's in the movie. I'm pretty sure it's in there. Yeah, I don't remember that either. But I don't remember movies really well. He says, I see it on something like that and they and then they all go into it and then it's huge and then it's the there can be miracles when you believe when you believe did you know that one of those singers is michelle pfeiffer i I knew yeah and the other yeah and the other one is um isn't the other one sandra bullock Oh, I didn't know that. I only found out it was Michelle Pfeiffer as one of them, like about what, five years ago. I was just like, wait, what? She can sing? Yeah. Oh, my God. I <sighs> was wearing my, you know that uh, Butterfly 25 merch, the little uh, black Mariah Butterfly sweatshirt? Mm-hmm. I was wearing that the other day, and I was out, and I ran into a fellow gay, and he said, oh, my God, I love Britney Spears, too. <laughs> I was like, what? What? <laughs> I said, bitch, this is Mariah. Wait, what? Wait, what shirt were you wearing again? I was wearing the black crew neck shirt, the little sweater that she sold. Is it? For... But what's on it, honey? What's the fly? The butterfly. It's, it's it's you have it, Gia. It's the clothes I Mariah. Oh oh oh, maybe. Okay, so you know what? I think that one of Britney's covers looks kind of like the front of the butterfly cover, the original. Um. Oops, I did it again. Looks kind of like Butterfly a little no, it bit. Doesn't. But, no, it doesn't at all. But it girl, looks this like was it's a gift. trying to be. Are you kidding me? No. Are you kidding? Yes, girl, it this- does. With the way her hands is, the hands are, and the outfit she's wearing, and the color scheme of it. If, if those- maybe, mm, maybe her In the Zone album is kind of like the Butterfly album. Wait, In the Zone? But, no, that's just her face. Yeah, I know, but like her hair is kind of a little more bit like windblown. That's more daydream, if anything, or Yeah, reason. but that's like the only thing that I can compare to Mariah. But like, this I, was well, a I, fe- the, Gia, I, mean, I this don't was think a- it looks like, I'm trying to justify <laughs> what they were thinking, but, I but I'm just trying to, this was a fellow gay. He should have known better. Like, yeah. Britney and Mariah look nothing alike. Like it just, I'm, just, I'm sorry. Like it just surprised the fuck out of me. No, I don't get 
with, with anything from Britney's whole entire career, I do not get anything Mariah resemblance at all. Speaking of Britney, have you been like watching her Instagram lately? It's like she's been hacked. I I have not paid attention. To she Britney posted for a while. she posted a tribute to her sister. She posted a tribute to her sons. She's been acting real like crazy, and like there's like a conspiracy that she's been taken back to a hospital, and somebody else is running her Instagram again. And this Britney Spears shit is. Like this Kanye shit, like there's so much shit going on with people that are just like. I mean, I what? always, I always thought that when once the conservatorship thing was um, lifted, and she started, or it appeared she started to post more stuff freely, I thought mm, this it's questionable behavior. Not that she needs to be put back in a conservatorship, but I do feel she needs to have a very trusted person to manage exactly how she is put out to the public i do um but not in the same way that the conservatorship served because that's like almost she may as well just be locked in a bloody cave you know uh, it it's so sad it's so sad because i feel like she's a nice person and i do feel like i i mean i haven't paid attention to britney for a while like i lost interest such a long time ago and i i i've dipped in and out with certain things that have showed up in like headlines and whatnot and I just something but I don't know I'm a bit bored of Britney I'll be honest and that's probably bad of me as a gay but like all of her albums since 2000 and what 12 have all sounded the same yeah I stopped listening to her after circus like the same with you like I'll go in and out Mm. because I Michael is gonna come for you guys I like I I like a lot of her songs, but like I, but honestly, even when I was a Britney Spears fan, the only album I could listen to all the way through was Blackout and maybe I love Blackout and maybe In the Zone, but In the Zone is a good one. And I like, um, I like Oops, I Did It Again too. The first Girl, five, no. The first five what? of her albums are the best. And then after that, it's no, like, the eh. first album, there's some bad songs on the first album. Well, it was yeah, 1998. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is that like right around the 2000s sound, late yeah. 90s. Pop, well, we were like, talking about this garbage in, in the other episode that particular max martin sound from around that time sounding dated and i, I we compared it well i compared it to 80s synth sounding songs and yet it will have we were saying like it could potentially have a wave where it becomes retro again and, and trendy but who knows we're, we're going again on somebody else let's go back into mariah <laughs> uh, let's, think, yeah let's get into mariah i feel okay. like this is a I testament good... of like how much mariah's actually doing this christmas to be fair we're not talking that much about it <laughs> well i i know <laughs> you guys i think that that's the one to keep going off on the tangent <laughs> i know but i think that mariah is going to come with some some bigger things but what did you guys think <laughs> what did you, you guys... guys need to stop saying that and let's get down this fucking listen to okay <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, what do you guys think about the W Magazine cover? Amazing. I think uh, like, those photos, <laughs> like, when I first saw those photos, I was like, oh, Mariah's just, like, recycling photos back from 2009. And then... Oh, yeah. And then I noticed that huge Chapard or however you say it, butterfly necklace on her neck, and I was, like, shook. Because this is the first time I have seen Mariah's stomach. I can't even tell you when. It looks like she got a new belly button, I swear to God. You said this before. (laughs) It does. does But Mariah's looking good. 
She does. Oh my God, those pictures. I mean, I think we've touched on it a little bit here and there. That cover reminded me of something from like, uh, not 98, 2008 or 2009. I can't remember the exact year. I'll tell you what it reminds me of. It reminds me of that 2006 Rolling, Rolling Stone cover. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Isn't she wearing like a little like brown t-shirt and jeans or something? Yes, and jeans, the brown. And I have a poster of it. I love it so much. Yeah, and she she looks so good in that. And that reminds me of that. And like considering where we were at in the summer, like she's done really, really well. She looks fantastic. And I'm I'm very happy for her. I, I always love it. And I've said it before, I love it when we have a moment when Mariah loses a bunch of weight because it just makes her look so young. It just knocks years off her. And it's such a good transition for her. She just looks fantastic. And all these other pictures, I got a little bit like, okay, we're doing a bit of a memoirs thing here where we're trying to like recreate stuff. But it was more of a color scheme, like with the like butterfly-esque kind of color scheme. It wasn't really giving too much of butterfly. It was just the colors. But then it was the daydream ones. And I thought, this is really cute. And I think that as last The daydream one was like straight up daydream. Yes. Like you got the reference instantly. That was my favorite photo. That was my favorite, favorite photo. Iconic. Me too. Me too. And I feel like- And that's the one where I'm like, okay, she totally got a new belly button. Like- (laughs) And that uh, there was a video clip of them doing it too, where you could see the string like holding it out of the way. Like she wants you to see her like like new body. I think well, she just seems really confident. She should be. She looks absolutely amazing. But I feel like the 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 way the pictures were done that was to appeal to the lambs because obviously it's all nostalgic. Oh my god, you know. But then I've read the actual article and. It's not really anything new, in my opinion. There are a few things in the article that I that I wanted to bring up. I wanted to be gasped, and I just just like okay, yeah, we'd... but it was nothing new. She no. only really talked about like the Christmas princess. She talked about her kids a lot. And Mariah, like I've noticed lately with Mariah that, and when I think about it with her kids, like she's doing a really good job with them. Like even just reading from this interview, because she brought up an interview that she knows that her kids are listening to what's ever popular on TikTok, but she tries to make a point to um, play her playlist and expose her kids to the music that she loves the most, which can you just imagine Mariah as your mom and listening to her playlist? Like, yeah, those kids are so lucky, but she does such a good job with like keeping them like away from the public, but kind of letting them do their own thing. And I really admire that about her. I like the fact that she was saying about, um, I don't know, I can't remember the exact quote, but she said something about um, them having enough money now to buy her a gift. And I thought, you know what, like to assume from the outside as like somebody, you know, part of the general public, you know, that's that's looking from the outside looking in then, you know, you would assume they have way more money than any your average Joe would ever have. And I I read that and I thought, oh, so she must be like giving them an allowance. Like, I mean, they must have like a trust fund they're not going to have until they're like 18 or 21 or whatever, however it works over there. But like, so I I still admire the fact that she's still teaching them the value of money because they could, at this point, what are they, like 
11 they could be brats at this age i don't yeah, they're get 11 that. i don't get that brat vibe from them so i i agree i feel like she is doing a really good job and i feel like she is trying to like incorporate value into them before they have it that entitlement of the money that their mum has made and then they'll be real people you know what i mean instead of just rich kids yeah like but a- i mean if you like if your mom is Mariah Carey, like, of course, they're not going to have, like, a normal childhood. Of course, they know things, like, the casual people don't know. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, because Mariah does keep them pretty sheltered. So, like, they, I, I don't really feel like they've, like, really experienced, like, a real world situation kind of yet. Because they are so True. young. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of them in the next five to ten years, though. I just can't get over some of these pictures. I mean, not so much with Rock, but more so with Monroe. She just looks already, like, in her face, obviously. Like, she's maturing already. And it's just like, I just don't get how it's happened. Like, in my head, there's they're still children and they are still children but it's just it makes me feel so old because you look at someone like Monroe and it's just like I could already see a lady in a face like developing and Rock is developing into a, a young man but like it, he still looks like a boy I imagine he'll still have like boyish looks when he's an adult you know yeah it's he's come off a long way because you remember seeing those pictures of him when he was a baby. Yes. That motherfucker looked like a fucking porcelain doll. <laughs> well, they both <laughs> like, did. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, very beautiful children. And I feel like they're going to become beautiful adults. And I don't know, when I saw those pictures, I was just like, oh, my God. You know, you know, when you just see, like, somebody, I don't know, a friend or a cousin, you've not seen them for a long time, you're just like, hang on, what, how did that happen? It makes me feel so old. Decent, yeah, they always, they're kind of like Mariah, though. They only come out at, like, Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. But, like, there's a, there are a, are a few more things that I want to bring up from this interview. The interview said in the interview that, these days, few topics are off limits. Carrie told me she was game to answer every question I could think of, except one, her age. <laughs> so, like, I guess that's in Mariah's writer that you can't ask her how old she is. Because during this whole interview, she she keeps doing that saying, I'm eternally 12, I don't acknowledge time, yada, 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 her typical Mariah thing. Yeah, but. yeah 25 minutes as well, she did it, yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Another interesting thing that I love that she said in here, she said, and this makes me think that Mariah is listening to us because I feel like she quoted Gia from our... Oh, I know what you're going to say. Yeah, carry on. She quoted Gia from our um, Butterfly uh, album review. So Mariah's quoted as saying, some of the fans love Butterfly. They know it's my favorite song, but other people love the Emancipation way better. What I would say is that Butterfly was my first Emancipation. And Gia said that, uh, but I read that I was just like oh my god like did followers she really kept... say something she yes. said something I said not not quoted like word no, for word like, but similarly yes and how else you don't would... remember like in the you said in our butterfly album review episode I believe that butterfly is Mariah's first emancipation and then Mariah's quoted as saying that in this interview or maybe you're just an empath bitch. So I just thought that was interesting. And the last thing I wanted to bring up about this interview, if y'all want to bring anything else up, feel free to. She is saying that that big ass butterfly necklace that she has is her favorite piece of jewelry now. So the Van Cleef ring has been trumped. 
in my opinion, I'm not a jewelry person. I have well, Gia is. Gia's a jewelry bro. I want Gia's opinions on this because this I, made me think of Gia and that butterfly. I race. don't think that. I think the Van Cleef is classier than yes, one hundred than the necklace. That necklace looks like it's been made out of a few beads and a coat hanger. I think that she goes through these phases because remember in the caution era when she had that butter that bigger butterfly ring that um it flapped when she closed the oh, her finger that that little chew toy got her. She had like a bigger one for a moment. I think this this necklace is going to be like a fad like that. But yeah. I like that it's a necklace, not another butterfly butterfly ring so she can still still wear her butterfly ring and of course she's still under contract with them so she's gonna have to say something like that yeah but i think that the van cleef is is definitely the what i think of when i think of mariah i think of yeah, that van same. yeah when yeah. i think mariah it's that just, van cleef ring just goes hand in hand with mariah it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like it was and that it, little it's mold. almost it's almost as iconic as her um her wedding ring from the music box cover like it's like that was that tawny era that ring was the most iconic thing but ever since then the butterfly ring has been the most iconic and nothing will in my eyes ever yeah trump that i mean i feel like the van cleef is taken over from any kind of wedding ring moment even the tommy I, I just feel like it's been there longer now at this point, and it's definitely more present than anything that she's ever worn. Even the glitter the bracelet. Best, it's the best one. The bracelet she wears in glitter, the music and video. And the charm glitter, bracelet. What am I saying? The lover boy music video. Um, she's wearing a bracelet, and you see that pop up all the time, like since then. But I feel like the Van Cleef is definitely the, a massive st- uh, jewelry staple. She has had some really iconic jewelry now that I think of it. I've never thought about it before, but... There's that necklace as well that she said that her daughter said, oh, I like your necklace. And she's just like, yeah, and guess what? It took mommy a really long time to buy it. It's a nightmare era necklace, but it's Yeah, the nightmare era, like the chain one that's like, it looks like a tennis bracelet yeah. but like a giant necklace yeah and it's, i think it, i don't know if it's like two necklaces or it's just doubled around a neck it always sits nicely so i think it's two necklaces on one clasp but it is really elegant i mean i don't pay attention to jewelry but these are the things that have stuck out the most to me i don't even know what her rings with tommy i don't even remember what her rings with nick look like really like a wedding ring um, yeah i can't remember either but anyway that's all i wanted to bring up so let's move on to the macy's thanksgiving day parade performance <laughs> because this has become <laughs> somewhat of like almost like somewhat new year's to? eve like a, a a downgraded new year's eve moment like the casuals on i wouldn't go that far but i'm I'm just saying like you know like the casual karens and chats on facebook the old people have a lot of shit to say about mariah and lip singing what's a chad you don't know what a chad is i know what a karen is is. it's the equivalent male version of karen not really no it's not the same it's like a douchebag pretty much like oh it's like a a frat boy kind of I know like, what you mean. Douchebag. I don't know how to describe it. No, I'm trying Just to look I'm trying it up to, on Urban Dictionary or something. I'm trying to picture the like English equivalent, and I, I think I know exactly what you mean. I've never heard that before. Every day's a school day. So, what are y'all's opinions on this? I personally thought it was iconic. Like, I like the shadiness of it all because there was. Mariah has been really shady lately with the Queen of Christmas bullshit. Like, 
They introduced her as the Queen of Christmas and then panned to Mariah and she's fucking wearing a crown. Like Mariah's not saying anything, but she's saying something very, very loud. I did kind of notice that. I didn't really think too much in it. I thought, okay, she looks really good. I I thought, I don't know why she's wearing the crown. Um, But then I thought maybe it is to you know, a nod towards that. And it's fine. Like most people consider that anyway. We've talked about it so many times so far since she said it's time. I think it's just a given. And it was cute, funny. And the dress was cute, very much like a ribbon. But I would have I would have loved a bit of a Mrs. Claus kind of feel. I don't know, maybe like um a red velvet or silk kind of esque number with a little bit of a like white top around her chest I don't know I really don't know how I'm planning it in my head but it's some kind of like Mrs Claus but a bit sexy I just feel like that dress in the rain was very extravagant if it was even raining I'm assuming it's raining because there was that teeny tiny little umbrella and then I'm like with all that fabric why didn't she have one of those massive golf umbrellas or at least a four post kind of shelter moment just covering her so that, that what she's standing on is dry and therefore keeps her dress dry. And because just, she was just trying to be extra. She's being Mariah Carey. She looked fantastic. She looked amazing. She didn't really look all that comfortable. And I we said it in our last episode, actually, with Michael Kadosh about the Merry Christmas album when she performed certain songs live that, you know, she doesn't always look that comfortable because she's not singing live. And I felt that a lot looking at her. It just it it was kind of just like this is an appearance, not a performance. Yeah, and... that's a really good, interesting point because a lot of the live things that I've seen Mariah in lately, even just like interviews and stuff, she looks really, really nervous all the time. I but yeah, I don't think it was a hundred percent live. I feel like it definitely hundred percent really. Yeah, it definitely wasn't live. I feel like they used the complete original recording and overlapped some like 2010 vocals here and there and I just thought it's so obvious and obviously to watch her lip sync it makes it obvious but like the seamless vocals of a recorded moment were definitely there it wasn't like a live performance in the cold in the rain with no jacket like she could not sing no one could sing that perfect it wasn't cold or and I don't think it was raining I think she literally only had an umbrella to be like out of the sun and it didn't look sunny it was very Mary Poppins-esque. It was very Mary Poppins. But to me, I think her dress was red, but on camera, it translated very pink. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I think that... Yeah, almost just, salmon. Yeah, it just threw me from the whole Christmas part of everything. And then with the whole umbrella, like, I just wasn't getting Christmas. And then the tiara, I'm sorry. If I just, I love that she's <laughs> being shady. I do. I love that she's being shady. But I thought the crown just looked a little big. I thought we could have done more of a, a tiara. Like, it just looked a little bit. I think it looked bulky. It looked a little bit like she was like, oh, quick. Oh, stop here before the show and let's go grab this really quick. You know, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, it, was, it didn't seem like thought out. It was, it was trying to be like a, uh, a subtle moment but at the same time it's quite bulky and I it just, was very loud yeah and I just thought like if you're gonna just do that just wear a fucking crown or something smaller yeah I and I I kind of felt like the tiara moment even though I feel like it probably was subtle towards what's been going on but I feel like it got lost with like all the fabric ratio 
compared no, to the I don't, I think tiny umbrella. Even more. I think she, if she wants to play into the I'm the queen of Christmas, where's the giant queen of Christmas gown with like the the ribbons and the like festive things dangling Bitch, off. what are you talking about? That dress was huge as fuck. But then she it had a like, teeny tiny umbrella. It didn't cover it. I just... But that, I like that touch. She was just being extra. Like, no, she was I, literally, like, playing into it. Like, I'm thinking more of, like, a joy to the world from the Christmas special kind of dress, but, like, red and with, like, more stuff on it, you know? Very white Christmas. I'm just thinking more of, like, a, a bigger from the waist moment instead of, like, a mermaid thing. Because... Mm. She just doesn't move, you know. And that's that's what I was just about to say, actually. Because if she'd have had some kind of Mrs. Claus dress from back in the day, like we all saw it in the music video, as we explained in our previous, what, like two episodes, the All About Christmas Issue, Breakdown, and the Merry Christmas album review. Um, if she'd have had a, a, something like that, she could have made it a bit longer if she wanted to. It still could have been snatched to show off her body, even though this dress that she wore did. But I feel like she could have moved around a bit more then. I mean, if it, if it, I don't know if it was raining, you said it wasn't, but whatever, with an umbrella, it's really confusing. But she could have still stood there. But if she wanted to move around a little bit more, if she wanted to do that little jig that she does with her knees that makes a, a hip move she still could have done that like i just felt girl like... girl when is the last time you saw mariah move around yeah he wasn't moving around she wasn't moving around but then elves were getting a bitch by comparison the elves moving around and her just standing there i feel like i didn't even notice the elves because i was concentrating yes, too much Garrett, on her. i agree i agree <laughs> and the shots were mostly of just her and not mm. the dancing so yeah just too much focus on the wrong stuff. Uh, and there was that video that was on, was it on Twitter? It was on social media of where she's like coming onto the stage and they're all sorting out the the the, the ruffle bit and they're counting down and everything. And I just thought, there was dancers? Because you see the dancers getting into place and I'm just like, I, I don't remember really much about the dancers. And that really Yeah, like it was weird. But her kids came out of the ocean too and they were in the background as well. Were they? Yeah, they were in the background. Another they came out that... of green. They came out of green presents, Present, just like she yeah. did in Disney. Uh, I was just thinking that. Yeah, like like I said before, they they love to appear at Christmas too. And um, you know what's really crazy to think about is that Mariah had her background singers there. Like they're just, <laughs> like, why are they there to just lip sync? Like. It, it just doesn't make really a, much sense to me. Maybe they're th just there for the experience. I don't know. But like, mm. when you think about it, like you're hired to come and lip sync as a background singer behind Mariah. It's just so weird to think about. Yeah, I didn't even notice them either. But the thing is, with the, the 2004 one, there was so much going on. And I feel like you can absorb everything so much because she's moving around. Yet in this... Well, and the shots are so much wider. That, yeah. And like, there's, but, yeah, there but, was a lot going on with the Disney performance. But, but you could still like... There was oh, a lot going on with this performance. Yeah, but because it's all pretty much structured and staying in one place, you really don't absorb everything. Whereas the one in the Disneyland, like she's moving around a lot and there's things incorporated, like there's dancers appear, there's there's the presence and everything. There's lots of different things going on. You really do go on the journey with her as she's moving around the stage. So you do see a lot. But this, it's just like 
she's in one place yet oh, I didn't even notice the backing singers or her kids or really that much I knew there were dancers there but I didn't pay that much attention to the dancers I was really just watching her back in the day when Mariah used to move around on stage <laughs> so what are your final thoughts on this performance I'd take a Disney moment over this I know it was Thanksgiving and not Christmas but I don't, I don't really know like I just don't think it was neither here nor there Gia, you're highly critical of performances. I want to know your opinion. I just thought that she was going to be like on a flow or something like the parade was going to be moving. I thought the parade was going to be moving while this was happening. And it was going to be more of like, a, oh, look at Mariah driving or floating by as she sings All I Want for Christmas. Not so much like we're just going to like bust out this performance real quick and then like keep the parade moving. Same, same. So that just kind of threw me. But. Like a side all project, all, I almost. didn't really care that it was lip synced at all. Um, in other episodes, I think I've been saying like I think she should should lip sync. So yeah, yeah. I thought the same thing. I thought they were going to be carting this bitch down Thirty Fourth Street on a float, Mariah waving and just singing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have been very regal for the Queen of Christmas. You know. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, it is what it is. And also, it was just hard to find because I was watching the the Macy's Parade and I had to I had to download Peacock just to get to like this part of the Macy's Parade because it wasn't like the actual Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade that they were shooting this through. It was like somebody else. So it was weird. But it seems like a lot of like what she's been doing lately. So. All right, moving on. Oh, okay, you guys. So there's been some cute little tea on Broadway Road, honey. Um, Mariah has joined the production team. Mariah has joined the production team for Broadway's Some Like It Hot as a co-producer. It opens December 11th. Mariah said, I knew I had to be a part of it. To see how this show continues to expand on the film's legacy, pushing boundaries, promoting inclusion, celebrating diversity, I'm proud to help bring Some Like It Hot to today's world to new audiences. I first became familiar with this story through the timeless film starring Marilyn Monroe. She said in the statement, she's been an important touchstone throughout my life so much that I acquired her treasured baby grand white piano at an auction. Yeah, okay, so basically there's a Broadway adaptation of Some Like It Hot, which we all know was starring Marilyn I don't Monroe. know it. I know nothing about this movie. Wait, what? I know nothing about this movie. That's I'm the sorry. Only, that's the only I've never seen Some Like It Hot? Never. I don't like old movies. I, <gasps> I just can't. Okay, honey, you gotta, you gotta find, there's some really bad old movies, but you gotta watch the classics, because that's where film, like, today's movies came from so exactly. some like Get hot is a comedy where two guys are like they're two like band players and they play in a speakeasy which was illegal it was illegal to drink alcohol the prohibition you know what the prohibition right is nick yes i know the prohibition oh gosh okay, okay, <laughs> even so i know played, that <laughs> they played it in a speakeasy and they witnessed like the bloody valentine's day murder in chicago where like some 
gangsters shot up a bunch of people in this garage. So they like run away and pretend they dress up as women and pretend they join this all women drag band. queens in 1959. Yeah, this movie's iconic. And they meet Marilyn Monroe and obviously become obsessed with Marilyn Monroe. And it's a comedy about them like running away from the gangsters pretty much so what does this mean that she's co-producing it does that mean that she's putting her own money down or she's like directing it i don't really understand what that means i don't think she'll be directing it but she's probably gonna be putting some money in to it and she probably will um have some kind of like say over some of the music of how it needs to sound i think this is gonna be really cute i feel like we'll get an essence of mariah but i feel because of that because obviously Marilyn Monroe is not here anymore I feel like with Mariah stepping in it's gonna be really really cute and I feel like that Marilyn Monroe essence will be emphasized with Mariah Carey there and I because you know Mariah does have a bit of a Marilyn Monroe essence about her so I feel like this will be really, really like strong for Marilyn Monroe's legacy. Do you think that Mariah will make an appearance in the show at all? Like a cameo, like once or twice? I don't think she needs to. I really don't think she needs to. I would love it. And I'm obviously I'm not in New York, but any, I guess it's playing in New York if it's on Broadway, but like anybody who goes to see it, if I was sat in that audience and watching that show, knowing she's part of it, thinking, oh my God, I can feel like this running through it. If she was to come out, you remember when she went to the, I can't remember that, that film festival and she just, she was so skinny at the time. She just... Um, I think it was off the back of Equals MC Squared. She wore a white shirt, jeans, and she was with Robert De Niro. She had straight hair. She could come out like that. Regular Mariah, you know, this is my project. It's nothing to do with the Mariah Carey brand. It's just something I wanted to do. And thank you for coming. She could come out like that. And I'd just be like, yes, I, I'm here for it. I would, if I had flowers, I'd probably throw them at her if I was at the, in the audience. Like, you know what I mean? Like I think that would be a really nice um, journey for her to deliver to people, like as a um, as a public figure. I think that would be a really big missed opportunity if she didn't make like one like cameo appearance, just with her name being around so much at this time of the year that the kind of attention that it would bring to the show there's already a little bit of attention on it, but like nothing like massive or anything. Like the casual would know anything about yeah. this you know what i mean but, but like they, they could do that like uh i don't know they could do it really subtly like at the bottom of the poster like an investor and or collab they don't even need to say investor they could say collaborator mariah carey has been part of whatever she's been a part of and they can they could really hype up the text to make it like oh my god mariah carey's in it you know she doesn't have to be in it but they could allude to something where people because like, you know we'd if we read that as lambs we would lose our shit. Oh my God, Mariah Carey's in it and we would fucking buy tickets. We're going. And like, even if she came out at the end in the, in like I just said, the shirt and the jeans and like, yeah, this is not Mariah Carey, but it's just me, Mariah Carey doing it. You know, like I, I would be standing ovation. I'd be yelling. Like I would be a mess just for that. The subtlety of it. You know what I mean? Like it's not the all I want for Christmas is you or the hero or all the other like things that we're, we've witnessed over the years. This is Mariah being so humble and modest. It would be. It and would Gareth, be so... you know, I love a Broadway moment too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I've been working so Gia. close to uh, Wicked 
at the moment. I just really want to get tickets. Again, yeah, wait, no, wait for me because we need to go together. I'm about to go to Jenny, K, go with Jenny K, but you need to be patient because we were uh, going to go together. Well, I was holding out and I just thought, gee, is not going to come to London. I'm just going to get tickets. No, I'll go. I'll, I still want to come to London and go. <laughs> I, we got to go see it. Because they're about to change back to the first Black Alphabet. and In London? Um, or? Yeah, there's about to be a cast change. And Lucy Jones, who plays... Al- I keep up with the actors who are playing in Wicked for some reason. I don't know. what It's like a weird thing. <laughs> okay. But yeah. So the original first Black actress who played the witch is about to go back into the role. So we got to go see her. Oh, because I've never seen it. I've never seen, I've never seen the story. Oh, my God. It's so good. Gia, you was. need to go see this show when you're there thinking, in New York yeah, City. I, was thinking that too. I don't know if we're going to have time because I'm only going to be there for three days. And the first night we're seeing Wicked, second night we're seeing Mariah, third day we're going home. So oh, this would be perfect with you, Adam, and Jenny Kate, like to all go see this together. I don't know if it's open yet. What day does it open? I don't even know. Like it I just... opens on December the eleventh. <gasps> oh shit! I'll, it'll be open when we go. Gia, you literally just said that when you read it out, but it opens on December eleventh. I know. I forgot. That means it's right. probably been in previews already because I've seen people who've went to it and seen it and they liked it. So it's probably been in previews because these shows they don't just like open up like yeah. they like like do a cold open or whatever like a soft open and then they. I open. believe yeah. that. I believe that December 11th is the start of the previews. All right, moving on to uh, the All I Want for Christmas is You chart update and kind of a little bit of Merry Christmas as well. So this week, All I Want for Christmas is You jumped 20 places to number five. And the rumored key is that it's supposed to knock Antihero out of the number one spot next week. But this week, Brenda Lee is right behind her at number six. So that bitch oh. is relentless. Honestly, I haven't really been seeing a lot of people like promoting All I Want for Christmas is You. Have y'all? No. It seems like the lamb has like, the, the lamely has like lost interest in like streaming it. Like, are y'all really even streaming the song? Because I haven't no. been streaming it like crazy. I listened I- to the album the other day, but... um. Also, but I, I've been listening to Oh Santa this year, to be honest. I think this year is Fall in Love at Christmas for me. Like, I still hear All I Want for Christmas is You at least eight or nine times a day, just on radio or whatever. I think that the lambs know that the GP has taken it over, so we don't have to, like, try as hard to, like, make it go number one anymore. Because it's about to go number one, allegedly. And, like, honey, I've listened to it, like, three times or, like, four or five, you know. Yeah, I mean, same. But what do you guys think about it? Not do you think it's going to go number one next week, beating Taylor Swift? Because that'll be iconic as fuck to me. I mean, it would be great. The reason that people aren't saying "go stream, go stream" is because it's it's done it. Like it will, you know, at this stage because it's already been there um, again and again. Like, do we need to keep doing it? Probably not. I feel like it's played regardless of whether it even went to number one anyway. So it probably isn't that big of a deal to keep streaming or for it to keep going to number one i mean it is a big deal because we're gonna hit one of those years where we're all just so comfortable with mariah going number one that we're not out here streaming it or we're streaming like the justin bieber version which doesn't count towards mariah which is a good point so i want to let the listeners know the only three songs that are going to count 
towards the billboard are going to be the OG one from the Merry Christmas album, the So So Deaf remix featuring JD, and the Mariah's New Dance mix. Those are the only ones that are going to count towards streaming. Yeah, not the Justin Bieber one. But I don't even know why anyone would And not the extra festive version either. So don't be out there like... Of course, if you like the extra festive version, go ahead and listen to that shit. But like, I, be playing I, the OG one more because it's not yeah. going to count. Well, I feel like the OG one would be the one that everyone goes to anyway because it is the best one. But like, I don't know why anyone would want to go to the Justin Bieber one. That's like at the bottom of the pile. Like, you know, even if you're hearing it for the first time, oh my God, Justin Bieber's on it. It's not the Justin Bieber that people have like listened to for the last five years or or slightly more like it's justin bieber as a kid when he was probably having songs written for him and quite redundant in his own songs to be fair and it's just like all that and at the beginning it's just like what the fuck is this like no there's no rhythm to it like because when we got fantasy and when we got the 2001 firecracker version of uh, Lover Boy, I nearly wanted to say glitter. But when we got those, there's a rhythm and it works. But like, this is like, it basically sounds like someone's foaming at the mouth. And so I don't, I don't feel like it's a good sound. So even if you listen to those, for me as a as a music listener, like if someone's, I will listen to anything. If someone says like, oh, you need to try this, I'll put it on and I'll be like, in the first few seconds, if I'm not hooked. I'm out. I'm like, no. And so that song for me, if I was listening to it for the first time now, I'd be just like, this is terrible. Off I go. Girl, I'll listen to that Justin Bieber version once a season just to get it out of the way. You know what I mean? Like, I have to get it out of the way. I have to watch it. Whatever. Like, I don't think I've listened to it since, like, I haven't listened. I'm not going to say I've not listened to it since it was released. I think it's been probably about five years since I've listened to that song. Over here, like in the UK, it's doing okay. We were down chart position 18 last week. We're now up to number eight. Wow, y'all are up to eight. Yeah, I did say that. That's crazy for the UK. It's it's amazing for the UK. And I did say to you guys, like, we were higher than you originally a few weeks back. Probably our All About the Christmas Is You breakdown episode, where I said... Uh, we're we, we're higher than you, but you're going to overtake, and you have overtaken us. But we for the UK number eight's good. I hope I hope it keeps climbing. We've still got a couple of what two or three weeks left, really. So and Christmas Wait, is where, coming up. Where are we on the charts right now again, Nick? Girl, are you even part of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. You, I know you just said it, bitch. We're at number five. We're at number five. Do you, do you have a memory of an ant? <laughs> <laughs> we're at number five, bitch. Yeah, I know, and we're about to be number one next week, hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> and Merry Christmas. Yesterday had six point six million streams, and next week it's expected to chart at number nine. Oh, Girl, she so needs cute. to get another one. That's it's so Mariah cute. season. We are we are getting into the depth of Mariah season. We're gonna hit that day when all I want has another billion streams. Still time. So Mariah had a, a promo come out for booking.com so i am a little bit confused by it i think gia and gareth you're confused by it as well i kind of get the gist of it but y'all saw the promo it featured her moroccan room right that was the moroccan room right all like yes we got some cute shots of the moroccan room we shouldn't we shouldn't go past this topic without talking about 
Yes. The most we've seen of it in a while. It was like a 3D, like proper, like 360, like show around. I just thought, oh my God, I feel like I've seen so much of this room now. It looks so good. Yep. And she made up for the MTV Unplugged episode for sure. And um, we got to see the outside patio a little bit more. It was pretty MTV Unplugged. What are you talking? Are you talking about MTV Cribs? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have we have both episodes, so if we we've covered both, so go listen to those. <laughs> I like the fact we got that little. It was very quick. And it was just like, oh, okay, Moroccan room. Oh, this is really nice. There's loads of mirrors, but it feels like there's loads of beds. I felt like before before that little show around that we just it was just mainly beds. Like you walk in, you you're clambering across loads of bedding. And I thought, okay, now it looks like a proper room. Like it looks really nice. It looks really cozy. I can imagine you could put any kind of lighting situation in there and it would be really cozy depending on the mood well i'll read the description like it it is very confusing and the listener you can come up with your own conclusion with it we could be dumb as fuck and not get it it's really worded in a weird way to understand how this works but basically it's saying booking.com is teaming up with mariah to bring fans mariah's ultimate holiday experience in new york city this december one pair of guests will be the first and only to book a weekend-long experience specially curated by Mariah with her top travel preferences, including a three-night stay at the Plaza, where Booking.com will put them up in a lavish room fit for the star herself. The bookers will also be treated to an itinerary filled with holiday attractions around New York City. The tour culminates in cocktails and Christmas card photo shoot at a private space in Mariah's penthouse apartment. So these bitches are getting a photo shoot at Mariah's home, which is crazy. The experience also comes with complete flight and travel expenses. Mariah's ultimate holiday experience will be bookable on a first-come, first-served basis exclusively on Booking.com starting December 14th at 5 p.m. Eastern for an unforgettable experience taking place December 16th to December 19th, priced at just $20.19 in honor of the year Mariah's modern classic, All I Want for Christmas is You, first reached number one. The holiday experience will include a professional Christmas card photo shoot on Mariah's rooftop terrace, a three-night stay at the Plaza, travel expenses paid for, tickets to Mariah's Merry Christmas to All concert, which is sold out on December 16th, a signed copy of The Christmas Princess, a shopping spree at Saks Fifth Avenue, stops at Top of the Rock for a private guided tour and VIP ice skating experience in front of the Rockefeller Christmas tree, tickets to the Christmas Spectacular starring the Radio City Rockettes, and uh, dinner at Nobu. So they're getting a lot of shit, but like, I don't understand. Like, it says only one person gets it. Like, what are you spending $20.19 on? Like, are a lot of people about to spend $20.19 to try and book a room? Where does that money go? Like, I'm confused. It said it was like a first come, first serve thing. Like, maybe it's like just up on the website and the first one who gets it, like, gets it. That's the only conclusion or anything that makes sense up to me so like there's going to be thousands of people waiting at 5 p.m on december what is it december so there's a lot of people that are going to be starting on december just waiting on that website at december 14th to be the first person to buy this i guess so what you just pay 20 dollars and 19 cents yes that's it for one night i guess to win no it's three nights 
and then nights, get yeah. all that oh, shit. It's all that shit you get. So that must mean because it's not going to be like it's every... like a competition or something. Yeah, but that's the thing. There's going to be like so many people pay twenty dollars and nineteen cents. Yeah, exactly. Where does that money go? Yeah, one person gets in, but nobody gets their money back. That's exactly that, what I'm confused about. So, like, so are you paying? Are you paying twenty dollars and nineteen cents to try and win this, and then no matter what, you're losing twenty dollars and nineteen cents? Like, probably that's probably why it's so cheap as well. But if you think oh, like about a it, raffle, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, but so many but people will be describe like, describe it. They didn't describe it as a raffle. I, I that's feel, what makes it seem shady. I feel like they were like purposely trying not to describe it. You know what course, I mean? But I think because it's so cheap. And you think of somebody like Mariah, like they want as many people as possible that follow Mariah to want to have this, like a raffle, like you would, and a raffle is normally like for charity, right? So you put your money in for your raffle. No, it's a raffle is for whoever, but a raffle is just, you put your, all the names are in the thing and whoever gets it, gets it. Yeah, but it's not, well, in my experience, like a raffle. And if you, sometimes you got to pay to get into the drawing. But if enough people pay $20.19 and only one person can get to enjoy it, then that money will not be refunded. Uh, seems kind of scammy. It's like that. What was that weird app thing she did? It's like that. Oh, yeah. That was weird, too. And she's been promoting that again as well. I can't remember what that was called. It's something with animals on a farm, I think. No, not the game, but the other thing. What was it called? Where I Girl, I don't know. The, I never looked the, into um, that. With the, uh, um, not the Bitcoins, the... Um, yes, yes, yes. I can't the NFT, the NFT. Yeah, but it was called something, and I can't remember what it was called, and it just was really confusing on how you do whatever it is you needed to do. I mean, I'm, I've forgotten about that, but, like, I can't even remember, but we had a whole episode about it, but, like, I feel like she's trying to do all these trendy little things to make herself current and relevant without having to do too much but probably get yeah well girl that th those like video game ads look really desperate to me i'm just being all honest it, all of it looks desperate i mean even last year the mcdonald's thing looked desperate because that didn't I, look desperate to me that was iconic to me it, i don't no, think you honey, understand that how that was i don't think desperate. okay it, it ain't as desperate as this uh video game collab like but the thing is if you look at the sequence of events like the mcdonald's came out with an 18 minute special and loads of like video game stuff it's like so what, what are we actually buying into mariah carey for however i think it's I, I think that mcdonald's is so iconic in american culture that it was so iconic to me to see her do a collab with them i thought that was amazing what do you guys think about this peloton collab that she's been doing then. i don't get it at all it's cute what she did but i don't get what it is a playlist i guess i want to know what songs are on that playlist i hope it's not just the greatest I, you know that heartbreaker remix is on there gia what do you think about this collab i think that it's cute I hope that she like filmed something because I know that Peloton does like they have trainers like on their little TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain explain what Peloton is for people who don't know really. So Peloton is not just the treadmill or the bike. You have to pay for the membership each month as well. 
And then with that is like on your little TV, you pretty much have like personal trainers and like people workouts like they it's like the new version of P90X pretty much like if anybody watched those commercials back in the day for P90X like you get your little your workout toy or whatever you need to work out and then you get your videos of the workouts but it's pretty much that only it's like got its own computer screen pretty much so what I'm hoping for is like Mariah is like the coach for one of them and then like there's like a whole like moment where you have a workout with Mariah but if it's just her music that's fine too do you guys listen to Mariah when you work out because I never really I never really do I, I will happily listen to Anytime You Need a Friend, the original version, while I work out. I don't mind what comes on, but I feel like... Like a should, honey classic mix. It should be a tailored... If she wants to, like, really spread out to people who aren't, like, proper hardcore Mariah fans, there should be a particular tailored playlist. And I don't mean the number ones or the greatest hits. I feel like if she could play with those and, like, work towards those, but I feel like swaps shit out for like remixes david morales or the uh, the up-tempo r&b like really make it something that people are gonna get like like inspired by to listen to as they're going you know what i mean like um hero is not gonna be one definitely there's no remixes for hero it just is hero and it's it's slow as fuck girl you know the heartbreaker dance version is gonna be on there i hope so i really i really hope it's been like like scattered on a table and like hey we need this we need this we need this this one but i looked and there's different kind of playlists for different workouts like yeah i tried to find the playlist that they were doing yeah but like i don't know what it is but like i don't know but i i i can definitely see that heartbreaker remix being on there trying to think maybe even that my all remix maybe the i still believe remix the dance versions but i can't see stuff like um i don't know fantasy or uh, the original could be maybe a little bit yeah i guess gia do you listen to mariah when you work out i just said she could give us a honey classic mix yeah i love the honey classic mix when i go on a run and i love um anytime you need a friend remixes i think she could even do like mid tempos like she could give us like a a, a normal fantasy a normal honey yeah i think it would be fine even if there was a christmas playlist that would be cute Yes. But what are you gonna be what are you gonna be working out to on a Christmas playlist? Miss you most at Christmas time. Joy to the world. Uh, yeah, there is that joy to the world. Okay, I'll eat my words, bitch. I feel like my my phone knows when and when not to play Christmas music. And I don't know if that's an Apple thing or if it's just because of my habits of playing it. But from late October, they started to creep in and now, like every so often, it's always a Mariah up tempo song. And I'm just like, does my phone know I'm at the gym? Like it always plays like the up tempo stuff while I'm at the gym. No, Joy to the World, definitely. The up tempo ones would. If Mishimose came on, that would be more of a treadmill moment or a step master moment. But like, or even something where you sat down. Like the slow songs can work when you're on a like a machine where you're sat down, like if it's your legs or your arms. But if you're really doing some cardio kind of moment, like it has to be up tempo. What do you guys think about her appearance on the LOL Cody little Peloton show where she's uh, doing that high note and everything to the Sugar Blum Fairy? 
What well, did y'all think of that? I thought that was iconic, but again, she looked really, really nervous. No, it, she seemed the most confident to me during that. She seemed confident, but she was a bit stiff. No, like, what I, are you? She looked yeah, great in that stuff. Bad. No, no, she, she looked, looked great. great. I thought the she top looked great. The little um, sparkly thing over the black shirt, I thought that wasn't cute. But that was the match, right? That was the match. No, that was that. That was the leaked picture that we got like two weeks ago of her. Or is I it don't not? even know. I didn't I, see I, her. I've never seen Mariah wear her merch unless it's like, yeah, I don't think I can ever remember no, Mariah wearing her merch. She got the inspiration. Her kids. The merch. It's probably not the actual it's merch. Probably not. But I I looked at it and it gave me like 2009. Um, what is it that you guys had? Not X Factor. Uh, American Idol when she did Obsessed. Like I thought it looks very much like the Obsessed moment when she performed that live, like with the black top and the jeans. And I thought she looked absolutely amazing. Like where the hell did her waist go? Like it's tiny. Oh, that she's... wasn't American Idol. That was America's Got Talent. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Or either, either that Carol. or George Lopez. She like, slayed okay. that high note bit. She slayed it. Which she didn't do much, but like, I'm glad. Yeah, glad there was a little bit because otherwise everyone's like, why is, like, what, why is that even play? Like, I was a bit like, why is it even play? They just started to do it. It's just like, okay, good. She looked great. She looked okay to be talking to them. I just felt like the little speech, like, okay, you go be you or whatever it was and go do everything that you can and be great. I just thought, just come on and say, Merry Christmas. Don't forget to listen to my playlist available on Peloton. That would have been fine. I thought it was cute as fuck. I like her little, like, it's time moment. Have you guys noticed that that it's time is becoming really viral? Like, I'm outside seeing it everywhere. Outside of the lamely, definitely. Yes, out, it, like, outside, I see it on TikTok all the time. People Finally. using that. It, and it's becoming, like, a staple in Mariah's, like, career now. Yeah, I feel I, like. I think it's cute. I love it. It's everywhere now, bitch. Yeah, it's like a little, it's almost like a little slow burn, like how all I went for Christmas is you was climbing. Like, yeah, this is just becoming a thing now. Yeah, it's a slogan for Christmas. It just happens to be Mariah's. Like, yeah. It's like the unofficial, like, slogan of Christmas now. Like, it's time to start. Yeah, but this year I've seen it more than ever. Yeah. Maybe because those are like her most viral posts, you know? Yeah. Mariah literally is Christmas now, like hardcore Christmas. <laughs> like she is Santa Claus. So I was just about to say, stick a bit on her. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Roblox. All right, you guys. So Mariah is going to be performing live on Roblox at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, December 21st on Livetopia. What is Roblox, you ask? Roblox is an online platform and a storefront where users go to play games. Kind of like a Steam moment, I'm assuming. Roblox is not a game. It is a place where people play games made by other developers. What is Livetopia? Livetopia is a role-playing game. The Queen of Christmas, better known as Mariah Carey, is bringing more holiday cheer this month to Roblox via the platform's Livetopia. The Mariah Carey's Winter Wonderland experience on gaming platform will feature virtual performances from the five-time Grammy winner, a holiday-themed treasure hunt created with her 11-year-old twins, Monroe and Moroccan, item drops, and more. Mariah will perform both old and new hits including her classic All I Want for Christmas Is You as the grand finale. The first 
of four consecutive nights, the virtual show starts at 7 p.m. ET on Wednesday, December 21st, with additional showings from the 22nd to the 24th, starting at the same time. Christmas is my absolute favorite time of the year. This year, I wanted to do something different to ring in the holiday season, Carrie said in the statement. My kids and I live for Roblox and we couldn't be more excited for and we couldn't be more excited to be creating this festive metaverse experience for everyone. <laughs> Girl, that was so like that that last statement. Do you think Mariah even knows what the metaverse is? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she has an idea. What do you guys Girl, think do of you, this? Do you- Oh, do you do you know what the metaverse is? Because I don't even know what the metaverse no. is. Basically, it's like it's like an online where everyone is like an avatar. You guys are so fucking old. I swear to God, I, it's not that I'm old. I mean, I get that they're an avatar, but like, like the you know the metaverse is like the not real universe. I think I think that's so, what it is. So basically, like social media. Well, basically, you don't get. She, she's gonna be like a virtual it's going to be a virtual concert which is what i've been asking for since 2020 she could have done something like that over 2020 i think you did say that in some of our like lives i've literally been asking for a virtual concert for a long time so yeah. i'm very excited for all of this concert shit we, we're getting but are you gonna sign up for it absolutely they're playing four nights of it well maybe i'm i'm thinking like maybe someone will youtube put it on youtube but <laughs> girl you know it's gonna happen it would be nice to actually watch it is it actually gonna be her or is it gonna be this jessica rabbit little silhouette thing that we've got it's gonna be a cartoon i'm sure but it's i mean that's cute her, her voice you you didn't see the promo picture for it, it there's like a silhouette of like a mariah avatar in it like mariah at like in a red dress basically it looks like with her hair like the mariah christmas look basically it looks like it's basically the a variation of one of the red sparkly dresses that she wears at Christmas, which is pretty much the same thing. It did give me so many nostalgic things with computer games, but it also gave me an excited feeling because I thought, okay, she's going to do something different. You know, we haven't done cartoon or any kind of variation of cartoon Mariah do a concert. She did a kind of hologram thing, I feel, in Eastern Europe in 2011, 12. It was after the babies, but like, I don't even know what that was in aid of or why she did that. And I found it a little bit creepy. It's actual footage of her, but it just looked a bit more like polished. So... I think this would be cute to do as a cartoon. I'm sure it'll be cute. And her kids are a part of it. I think that's really cute as well. I wonder if they're going to have like their little avatars. I think it's going to be cool because you can do so much more with the cartoon. Like she can literally make it so festive and extra without like having to like be like make it a physical thing so she could make this really awesome i've been wanting a cartoon mariah moment nick i know you love a cartoon mariah moment so this this is exciting i'm really happy about this i'm so happy about all the live stuff we're we've been getting i mean the promo looks so exciting it draws you in because you get all the sparkle behind her you get the silhouette and she's really dark so you don't see anything and it does make you be like it does make you think like what is this i'm so excited just by that but like reading about it i was just a bit thrown i just thought i don't really know what to expect so we'll see it would be better if it was 
a streaming moment in association with Roblox and whatever Roblox actually is then there might be some extra moment on there for the younger generation to watch it or experience it or whatever so like has she put up a load of songs that this avatar of her is going to sing but you get to select which ones you want to hear I don't know like- honey I think you're overthinking it I think it's literally going to be a a concert yeah just gonna be a concert and like like they do this with other artists didn't ariana do this as well people do this people do this shit all the time yeah it's just a concert with an avatar yeah and then you go into the game and then you watch the virtual concert there was there were huge ones during the pandemic but like i think the weekend did one yeah i'm pretty sure the weekend did one ariana did one ariana did one with Fortnite. Yeah, people do this shit all the time. So it, I think it's it's just a concert. So it's gonna be like what Abba have just done. Don't it's just gonna Abba be is. a vid- it's just gonna be a video game concert. It's gonna be a cartoon Tokyo Dome concert edition. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to the Obsessed Podcast. That was our little catch up. And uh, don't forget to go rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast at The Obsessed Podcast. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at The Obsessed Podcast. We've been Nick, Gareth, and Gia. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. See you next time.